Hello friends, this is the bonus episode for all of you so that uh, you get to know a little bit more. I thought of sharing this episode or reading this article again because I felt that this is something which is uh, the need of the hour. So this uh, is uh, this article is called Marked for Mayhem. Street criminals are selective about their victims. Unfortunately, many of us unwittingly give off signals that mark us as easy targets. Now, this article has been uh, written by Chuck Hustmeyer, Jay Dixit, and it was published on uh, January 1st, 2009. And it was last reviewed on June 9th, 2016. So that's all uh, we know about it right now. So I'm just going to read it. And uh, one thing which made me share this is there are too many uh, activities which are happening nowadays, like the street uh, crimes, right? When a person is going, somebody comes and snatches away their chain or probably the mobile phone or something like that. So what are the things that you can do uh, so that you can protect yourself? Right? There are certain signals or certain cues or you can work on yourself so that at least you cannot be a victim. Right? Okay, going into the article. The men who robbed her like, likely chose Lisa because she unknowingly sent out signals that marked her as a soft target. Alone and encumbered by a backpack. She appeared to be a vulnerable person who could be easily controlled. Some of these guys concentrate on people who are easy to overcome, says Walken Topali, a psychologist and a criminologist at Georgia State University. They'll target females, they'll target older people, but they're also looking for cues of weakness or fear. Criminals like their victims come in all varieties, but researchers have found that they don't choose their victims randomly. There's a reason FBI agents begin crime investigations by creating profiles of victims. It's because the identity of victims particularly, if they are several victims with differing characteristics, helps investigators determine whether a criminal is targeting a specific kind of person or choosing victims opportunistically. In a field of victimology, one of the central concepts is that the risk continuum. There are degrees of risk for a type of crime based on your career, lifestyle, relationships, movements and even personality aspects of which are manifest in your behavior and demeanor. Some factors that make potential uh, sorry, some factors that make people potential victims are obvious, flashing wads of cash, wearing expensive jewelry, walking alone on back streets. Others are subtler, including posture, walking style, even the ability to read facial expressions. The cues add up to what David Buss terms exploitability, an evolutionary psychologist at the University of Texas. Bus is examining a catalogue of traits that seem to invite some people to exploit others. This cheatability cues you can be duped in social exchange. Sexual exploit uh, exploitability cues that can be sexually manipulated as well as mugabilability, 
robability, killability, stockability, and even sexual assaultability. As adaptations for exploitation evolved, so did defenses to prevent being exploited. Wariness towards strangers, cheater detection sensitivities, and possibly anti-rape defenses, explain Bus. These defenses, in turn, created selection pressure for additional adaptation for exploitation designed to circumvent victim defenses. This co-evolutionary arms race can continue indefinitely. N nowhere does victimology imply that people who stand out as easy targets are to blame for becoming victims. Predators bear sole responsibility for the crimes they commit and should be held accountable and punished accordingly. Moreover, many attacks are random and no amount of vigilance could detect them. Whether victims are selected randomly or targeted because of specific characteristics, they bear no, they bear no responsibility for crimes against them. But by being aware of which cues criminals look for, we can reduce the risk of becoming targets ourselves. What you don't know can hurt you. In a classic study, researchers Betty Grayson and Morris uh, Eistein, Morris Eistein asked convicted criminals to view a video of pedestrians walking down a busy New York City sidewalk, unaware they were being taped. The convicts had been to prison for violent offenses such as armed robbery, rape and murder. Within a few seconds, the convicts identified which pedestrians they would have likely to target. What startled the researchers was that there was a clear consensus among the criminals about whom they would have picked as victims, and their choices were not based on gender, race or age. Some pitied. Physically, slight women were not selected as potential victims, while some large men were. The researchers realized that the criminals were assessing the ease with which they could overpower the targets based on several nonverbal signals like posture, body language, pace of walking, length of stride, and awareness of environment. Neither criminals nor victims were consciously aware of these cues. They are what psychologists call precipitators. Personal attributes that increase a person's likelihood of being criminally victimized. The researchers analyzed the body language of the people on the tape and identified several aspects of demeanor that marked potential victims as good targets. One of the main precipitators is walking style that lacks interactional synchrony and wholeness. Perpetrators notice a person whose walk lacks organized movement and flowing motion. Criminals view such people as less self-confident, perhaps because their walk suggests they are less athletic and fit and are more likely to exploit them. Just like predators in the wild, armed robbers often attack the slowest in the herd. People who drag their feet, shuffle along or exhibit other unusual gaits are targeted more often than people who walk fast and fluidly. The criminals are attuned to cues 
of vulnerability makes sense given that most criminals especially murderers are looking for people who will be easy to control even rape is motivated less by sex and more by the desire of control and power sexual predators in particular uh, look for people they can easily overpower the rapist is going to go after somebody who's not paying attention who looks like they're not going to put up a fight who's in a location that's going to make this more convenient says todd burke a criminologist at radford university in virginia if i had the slightest inkling that a woman wasn't someone i could easily handle then i would pass right on by or if i thought i couldn't control the situation then i wouldn't even miss with the house mess with the house much less attempt to rape there says brad morrison a convicted sex offender who raped 75 women in 11 states and who's quoted in predators who they are and how to stop them by gregory m cooper michael r king and thomas mccoss like if they had a dog then forget it even a small one makes too much noise if a pair of construction boots for example on the porch uh, or on the landing i walked right on by in fact one think uh, what, uh, in fact i think if women who live alone would put a pair of old construction boots or something that makes it look like physically fit manly type of guys lives with them out in front of their door most rapists rapists or even burglars won't even think about uh, trying to get into their home distraction is another cue criminals look for some people think talking on cell phones enhances their safety because the other person can always summon help if there's trouble but experts disagree talking on phone or listening to an ipod is a distraction and armed robbers are casting about uh, for more distracted victims not paying attention looking like a tourist having the map out looking confused absolutely makes people more vulnerable burke says being aware of your surroundings however may not help much if you don't know what to pay attention to james of ohio state university discovered something shocking women are the victims of rape tend to be less able than average to interpret nonverbal facial cues which may render them obviously uh, which may render them oblivious to the warning signs of hostile intent and more likely to enter or stay in a dangerous situation the same team also found out that rapists tend to be more able than average to interpret facial cues such as a downward gaze or a fearful expression it's possible this skill makes rapists especially able to spot passive submissive women one study even showed that rapists are more empathetic towards women than other criminals although they have a distinct empathy gap when it comes to their own victims a, a highly attuned rapist and a woman who's oblivious to hostile body language make a dangerous combination even personality plays a role conventional wisdom holds that women 
who dress provocatively draw attention and put themselves at risk of sexual assault but study shows that it is a woman with passive submissive personalities who are more likely to be raped and that tend to wear body concealing clothing such as high necklines long pants and sleeves and multi layers predatory ma- men can accurately identify submissive women just by their style of dress and others aspect of appearance the hallmarks of submissive body language such as downward gaze and slumped posture may even be misinterpreted by rapist as flirtation drinking and drug use not surprisingly also mark a person as a potential victim it's a robber's dream to knock a drunk down and take what they have got says former ohio detective stacy ditrich that goes double for sexual assault drunken people not only appear more vulnerable they're also especially likely to place themselves in a dangerous situations alcohol decreases people's ability to evaluate the consequences of their actions and distorts their ability to predict how others perceive them and women who are intoxicated studies show tend to be animated giving off signals sexual offenders may misinterpret as sexual interest the resentment motive many armed robbers have a chip on their shoulders and view life as inherently unfair says criminologist richard right a professor at the university of missouri at st louis and co-author of armed robbers in actions stickups and street culture as a result they often see someone else's success as a reminder of their own failure and inferiority worse still they interpret outward signs of another's prosperity as a personal affront when they see people flaunting their wealth or driving fancy cars they see that as an attempt to put them down right says for this reason robbers are especially apt to target people who are flaunting material possessions or even just displaying a cocky superior attitude street predators have their own word for such behavior flossing and it infuriates them it's a very visible reminder of their situation right ads of being poor and that they have got nothing in their pockets from the perspective of the preda- uh, perpetrator the robbery balances the scale at least temporarily it's a restoration of justice right explains you were putting me down now guess what i'm going to put you down you've got all that i'm going to take it away sometimes however indignation may be just moral flimflam robbers used to justify their behavior in some cases offenders need to manufacture motivation to commit the crime topali says somehow they need to justify their actions it's better to rob people who deserve it in the inverted universe that resentment builds in the brain many armed robbers view themselves as real victims in the world a world in which the rich take their wealth from of the poor reducing the risk grayson co-author of the classic study on body language and exploitability believes that people can be taught 
how to walk in a confident way that reduces the risk of assault. To reduce the chances of becoming a victim, you can't look like a victim. Walk in an alert fashion. Walk with purpose. Walk with your shoulders held back. Even better, avoid placing yourself in a dangerous situation and stay aware of your surroundings at all times. Location is a key factor in street crime, particularly in the cases of sexual assault. Criminals prefer sites that are likely to serve up few witnesses and little chance of being caught up. Plan routes that avoid such locations. And while you're at it, don't even talk to strangers on the streets in isolated locations. One warning sign that you may be about to be robbed or attacked is the approach of the stranger on the street. The person may try to engage you in a conversation. He may ask for the time, directions, bus fare or try to tell you uh, about a nice club or restaurant just around the corner. Calvin Donaldson, who's been in the prison in Louisiana for the last 28 years after robbing a couple in the French Quarter who asked him for directions, offers some advice. Once you stop and let this guy engage you in the conversation, you're opening yourself up, he says. Some people you don't talk to, you just keep going. How do you survive unharmed? If you find yourself targeted, corporate. They're not going to hurt you unless they need to, says New Orleans Police Department psychologist James Arey. Convicted armed robber Daryl Falls, who admits of committing more than 100 robbery, agrees. The quicker you comply and give them your goods, the quicker they're out of your face. Some of the false victims tried to conceal their jewelry to which they had an emotional attachment. Wedding rings, for example. I understand uh, the sentiment value, he says, but you can't get that back. You can't get your life back. That's the end of this article. And hopefully, uh, one way of you understanding that why is it so important of being situationally aware all the time. So pay attention to your walking style, your confidence level, your surroundings, maintain eye contact with people while you're walking and uh, be aware again, be aware of the situations which are there. So that's all for now. Thank you and have a nice day.